it's the voice of the one and only DJ Scream, letting you know that you are now in tune to the Casual Flex, where culture meets sports and casuals are welcome. Now here's your host, Philip Dukes. Yo, welcome to the Casual Flex meets Auburn Undercover. I'm your host, Philip Dukes, aka Dukes the Scoop. Check me out on Twitter and Instagram at Dukes the Scoop. Today I have a very special guest, probably one of the most um, excitable players or exciting players on the roster, um, somebody who made an impact as a true freshman, uh, and that's Mr. Damari Austin. Damari, what's going on, bro? What's good with you? Uh, man, you know, same old, man. You know, we uh, old, man, it's late for me, man. You know, I'm old, so. Yeah, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, for real, man. So, Damari, let's just jump into it. Um. For those who don't know you and all they know is the number 22 from last year, right? Yeah. Um, who is Damari Austin and what do you represent? Uh, that's a question right there. <laughs> so <laughs> I just feel like, you know, some words that really like describe me, man. It's really just like outside of football and stuff like that. Like genuine, right. kind, loving. And like just hard working. And that's just on and off the field. Like right. even with my people, my friends, like I'm always holding people accountable. I'm trying to keep people on the same page that I'm on because we all we all got different goals that we trying to get to football or not. Like we all got dreams of being millionaires, billionaires. So I'm trying to keep people in my circle together. And I'm always around people that I feel like it's kind of like smarter than me or better than me so I can get that knowledge from them because you can't always be the smartest in the room, you feel me? Right, absolutely. And when you got people around you who, who's smarter than you and better than you, and it's it's pushing you every single day, and that's just how I go about life every day. That's uh, that's refreshing to hear from somebody that, you know, in your age group because yeah. a lot of the time, like, your age group gets a bad rap. Like, oh, they don't care about nothing. Right. And they reckless. And right. to hear that from you, it, it's kind of refreshing. Like, what what gave you that mentality for you to, you know, you see people, like, in Atlanta, like, we got the phrase, for those that don't know, it's a phrase that we call crashing out. And that's yeah. where somebody is like, <laughs> you know, where somebody takes chances that they shouldn't take or Man. people only think in the moment. And they can't think past that moment. And they do things they can't take back. And that's the definition of crashing out. So, like, not to bring too much slang to it, but, you know, right. at the end of the day, like, what keeps you from crashing out? Uh, Really my family, for real. Like, I feel like my mom and dad raised me real good. And, you know, just coming from coming from where I was, where I was from in Fairburn, you know, over there playing youth football, you know, being around some kids that – you know, it was real good at football, but took the wrong route, crashing out. And right. I just didn't, I didn't want to be like that. I didn't see way too much of that. And my my dad, he always, you know, put some knowledge in my head, always, man. He always had me on the right route, right path at all times. And I just took the, the words that he was telling me and ran with it because I'm trying to be great one day. Like, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to crash. Like, I ain't trying to be on no different wave. Like, right. I ain't want to be like everybody else, all my friends and stuff. I'm trying to – I got a ton of vision. I'm trying to just do what I got to do. That's it. So you mentioned your your, your dad, your father, like, mm-hmm. talking to me about you guys' relationship and, 
you know, in some of the harder parts of your relationship that you may be going through now, you went through recently, what mm-hmm. keeps your bond together, even though you may be separated and you just kind of elaborate on the situation? I just feel like him being around my whole life really made an impact on me because a lot of kids don't have that father figure in their life. And I just feel like, you know, just him being around, like I said, speaking that knowledge on me, He's he was always with me, like on the football field all the time. Uh, my mom worked a lot. I know he took me to school a lot and stuff like that. Like he was just, I was just always around my dad. Right. And, you know, just me being around him, I feel like every you know, every boy needs that right, in their life. Right. And I feel like that's how we got real close. You know, we had to point out we could talk about anything. Right. And definitely with some of the adversity that we've been going through, you know, him being locked up or whatever. And, you know, it was hard for me at first. But, you know, I'm kind of getting used to it. You know, I can go see him every weekend or whatnot and speak to him, just let him know how my week went, how life going right now. And he kind of up to date with things, but, you know, he would be more up to date if he was out. But, yeah, we just stand locked in, man, stand close. You know, he always just trying to teach me up. Uh, and he's just a person that's just like, I think I got it from him, like just holding people accountable. Like, he going to tell me, He's not going to tell me what I did good in the game. He's going to come at me first with some criticism. Like He's going to tell me what I need to do better, like what I need to work on. If you see, like, if you think I'm slacking, you know, grades-wise, like, because we don't tolerate C's. And if I got a C, he's going to tell me, you know, we need to bring that up. We need A's and B's. Right. And so that's just how he raised me growing up. And for, like, him being hard on me, showed me that he loved me so much and he just cared about me. He wanted me to be great and not go the route that he's seen other people take. And that's just it. No, that's 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 really like inspirational, especially like being like on the South Side. And I I know probably who people who watch this show, they probably hear me talk about the South Side all the time. But always, man. man, man it, it means a lot to me, you know, me being from College Park growing up, making my way to Auburn, doing everything that I did it. Being able to see the next generation, right? Like you got the T Loves of the world, you got Damari Austin, right? You got guys who from that area who are making some of themselves because we got too many instances of guys who are talented. They can be smart. Like how many times have you seen a story where the smart kid ends up going the wrong way for no reason? Like, like right. I said, crashing out, right? So right. just to to hear you speak that, you know, that life and that positivity over your life, it is it, it's, it's, it's something that I think that we need more of so you being who you are like you you you've been popular and popping since i can remember like the first time i heard your name it was like man y'all gotta go see the ducks they got this running back <laughs> like and how did you deal man how did you deal like so for those that don't know there's never been another little league team ever in the history of the world like the atlanta ducks right like, yeah. if we go do the numbers on it and you go take all of the D1 talent that came from the 12U, 11U, 10U, 9U, uh, like, there's no other team. And being at those games was like going to a high school game. Really? Like, it, like you, you outfits. You needed an outfit to go to that game. You did not want to go to that game. <laughs> oh, and not God, be If you like, weren't there, I don't know where you were. Come on, man. Like, so when y'all had those big games, right, like, or just all the attention that the Ducks had as a whole. How did that mold you for you being like, did it did it prepare you for high school and the bigger crowds? Or like, 
How did that impact you as a football player and your maturity growing up on the field with all that type of spotlight? Yeah, bro. Like, I was just thinking about that the other day. Like, because when I got into Jordan hair, you know, it's crazy or whatever. Like, it's a lot of people. I'm like, damn, like, just looking up. Definitely, like, starting on kickoff return, first play, first game. Like, I'm back there like, oh, jump. Right. And in my head, I'm really like, I feel prepared for this. Like, I feel like I'm supposed to be here. Like, I'm meant to be here. And I just feel like the Ducks definitely prepared me for all that because we just had a whole bunch of hype around our name. And, you know, we knew how to handle it. And we was just jits, bro. Like, we was young. Right. And we knew how to handle it. And I feel like as that pressure was on us, we took care of business. And we didn't care what other people were saying on the internet. You know, everybody was hyping us up or whatever. And, you know, we just took that and ran really. And really just... It helped us progress to like high school, all that type of stuff. And and most of us still having a hype. And I feel like that definitely prepared me for college. And, you know, just being being where my feet are and just knowing, just knowing it's gonna be hype, good or bad, like good right. or bad. You you gotta be ready for it. And I feel like I was ready for it coming into college, definitely. So with you playing with the ducks and a lot of your teammates going to certain schools. Mm-hmm. I know there was a lot of pressure on you to probably go to Langston Hughes. You being oh, yeah, that way. Sure. <laughs> like, sure. I know it was probably times where it was like, man, you know, man, Mark, come on back, come on back home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like, they, was try- they was trying to rec- recruit me, trying to get me over there my senior year, man. man to- I, I heard. <laughs> Trust <laughs> me, like, I heard, like, you know. So what? how was that, like, being able, like, what made you stay down with Woodward, like, I mean, and not to say, like, Woodward had a ton of talent as well, right? Oh, yeah, there was a ton sure. of talent over there, but it was almost like folks knew, like, you and uh, uh, running back Antonio Martin, who's at Georgia Tech, a lot of people were saying, man, if those two were in the backfield together, there would be no way that Langston wouldn't win state. What, yeah, that would be crazy. What allowed you or what gave you, like, what, what made you want to stay down with Woodward, even though you had schools like that, like, where it would have been completely legal for you to go to school? Like, it right. wouldn't have been nothing. Uh, like, you was at private school, so you could have went to your home school easily. Like, right. what 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 made you want to stay down with Woodward? Yeah, I was – to start out, I was around there. I was around Langston, Westlake, and Creekside. Right. And Autumn, like – so I went to Bear Creek, the middle school for Creekside, and right. it was trying to get me as well, you know. And my, my, uh, my pops, he just didn't want me to go there. My mom, they didn't want me to go there. So, like – you know, we've been looking at this private school. I'm like, private school? Like, I ain't never lived that life, you feel right. me? So it's, it's different. And I was just like, I don't want to do that. I want to be with my partners, my friends. Like, can we just stay here? And they like, nah, we're going to go to private school. But I can definitely say it changed me for the better. And I think it was the best decision of my life, to be honest. Because going there, um, you know, came in, I came in at eighth grade. I was playing middle school ball, and that 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 was kind of easy, but I ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> yeah. And I got to ninth grade. I'm just, I, we had a running back already. His name Taj, and he yeah. had Tosa. Yeah, he had Tosa right now, and I was behind him. You know, just learning from him. And I'm playing defense, so I started on defense this year. And I could play both sides of the ball. I knew I was going to play somewhere. I had to get on the field. Right. And so, 
after I got my my first offer at defense, I'm like, bro, I didn't even know what offers was, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I had to I had to download Twitter, all oh, that type of. Shit. I'm like, wow. And then like Coach Davis, who at uh who at Woodward right now, he just changed my life. You know, just having different big time schools just coming after me, man. After my sophomore year, after right. I played running back for the first time there. And after I did that, like, I had schools like Ohio State, Bamba, Auburn, you know, just everybody on my back. And that was just crazy to me. And I was just like, you know, this was my loyalty at. Might as well just stay here and rock it out with my brothers. Like, it was definitely some ups and downs there. Like, my my junior year and my uh, freshman year, we ain't had that good of a record. But I feel like my sophomore year and my senior year, it was the best years for me. Cause we all came together. We all had like a bond, different bond and stuff like that. And yeah, we were definitely changed me on and off the field. Like the work was crazy, but right. it, it definitely prepared me for college. Like no. the work prepared me for college. Like, yeah, we were just an all around great school. And I, I think everybody there for real. For real. How, um, did you get a chance to go back and catch any games last year? Uh, I caught one. I caught okay. one. I think we played Jones, bro. Right, spank, spank session. Yeah, that one, man. <laughs> <laughs> Already, like, so now you're at Auburn and you're at Woodward. You have a great senior year. Um, you guys go to the playoffs. Uh, Coach Cadillac Williams. So when I would talk to Lack, Damari Austin, I ain't hear a whole lot of other names. Like, when he – and, and anybody that uh, knows Coach Cadillac, he's not somebody that's going to go and – talk to everybody he sees he locks in on 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 his guys and if you're his guy you're his guy Mm -hmm. how did that feel to have a guy like Cadillac Williams lock in on you tell you that you were his guy and for him to hold his word Mm -hmm. uh so yeah he was solely the reason I'm here now and I feel like you know just me going through my recruiting process I was just like I knew I knew where I was home I knew where I wanted to be and I knew I wanted to, you know, play running back under Coach Cadillac because I feel like he done been through it all. Like, we share kind of a similar story. He done been through it all. He done play you ball. He done play high school, college, NFL. That the biggest level done did big things. You know about him, man. And, you know, I used to always just watch him, like, on YouTube and stuff like that. Right. And it was definitely a dream to just – you know, be able to be coached by him. And I feel like I done locked in so much knowledge from him on and off the field. And, you know, man, him just holding his word with me and being truthful and honest with me all the time, that that really played a big part in my decision. And I'm just glad I'm under him right now. And I'm just ready to get to work again for real. So you come in, did you think that you were going to play that much as a freshman? Uh, So... Of course, you know me where I'm coming from. You know that right. that's that's the memo. Like I gotta come in here, but I'm, I'm trying to take take folks position, bro. Right. Like so, I came in there, man. I'm laser focused, locked in. Like I don't worry about nothing else. I came in here. I had a I had a goal on my mind. You know, a mission. I'm coming in with uh, you know, Jarquez, uh, Tank, Sean Jackson. Man, I'm ready to compete. Then my right. brothers, like, they know on the field, like. It's competition, man. We're going to love each other, hold each other accountable, but we got to work. And I feel like that's how I got 
that's how I got on the field a little bit more uh, during the season. Um, now I wish I played just a little bit more, but <laughs> I was, man. And but yeah, it was it was a season full of ups and downs, man. And I feel like I learned a lot this first season. And yeah, I just attacked it every day. Uh, you know, in the playbook every day, knowing my stuff, and because you, I never knew when my moment was gonna come. Yeah. I never knew like. You know, somebody could get hurt, you know. So they might need me this place. Somebody's shoe might fall out. Like, I was just always locked in. I always locked into my playbook the week of the game like I was from the start. Right. Because you never know what's going to happen. And I, right. I'm going to keep that same mentality as I go. And, yeah, that's how I came in, man. Just laser focus for real. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast wherever you get your podcasts. What was the best piece of advice that you got from a teammate last year? Best piece of advice? From a teammate. Teammate, uh... So I used to be with Tank a lot. Right. And, you know, he was just telling me, like, you know, no matter what we're going through, the only thing you can do is control what you can control. Mm. That's going to just stick with me because, like, you know, it's a whole lot of outside noise going on. It was coaching changes. Like, right. there ain't nothing me as a player can do about that. Right. Like, I can't do nothing about it. You got to come in every day. Make sure you on your P's and Q's. Make sure you working. Because it's always going to be a little bit of adversity. And that's how I took it. And I was just like, bro, like, that's real. Like, you got to come in here and just continue to work. And, like, right. no matter the circumstance, because that's going to go wrong, though. Man, <laughs> <I do. That's laughs> <how I> <laughs> hey, hey, Mark, listen. What's on? <laughs> I was going to say something crazy. <laughs> I already know. Hey, look. So, what's the energy like at Auburn right now? Oh yeah, everybody pipe though. <laughs> I'm walking around seeing smiles on people's face who ain't even smiled last year, bro. Right. Like just genuine. Everybody just seemed genuinely happy. Like just ready to work. Everybody, I feel like hungry. You know, we start spring this Monday, and everybody ready, bro. Like everybody healthy. Everybody ready to come back play football and get to the fun for real. Like this year, I feel like it's all about us having fun and bonding. And that's what we've been doing recently during workouts, everything. Like I feel like the new facility, like bring us together too. We got folks in there playing Madden, you know, you right. know how to get on Madden. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to say too much, but you know how to get on Madden. Right. 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 Trying to do a little something, but right. yeah, we've been having fun lately though, for real. No, nah, that's good to see. And you can tell, like, uh, even, like, when I talk to guys, you know, off the record, you can just tell that's a new energy. What mm-hmm. was probably – what? what's your favorite thing that Coach Hugh Freeze has brought to the program so far? Uh, I feel like just his energy. Right. Him as a person, like, I can't never – you won't ever see Coach Freeze just walk past you. Like, you right. go to Coach Freeze, he's going to stop – 
have a whole conversation with you. He's going to ask you how your day was, how your family doing, all that, man. And right. he's just bringing the energy to, like, different workouts and stuff. Like, just when he's talking to us, it just light up the whole room. And I feel like, you know, with him, man, we're going to go a long way. Right. You, it, it feels like that because I, I haven't heard not one person complain about workouts. Like, it's like they're hard. But they want it. You feel me? It's like they want exactly. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, they exactly. are. But y'all want it. Like, what would you say right now has like in workouts? It, was there ever a time in your workout where you felt like quitting? And if it was, what got you over that hump? Yeah, nah, <laughs> not one time. One time, zero, swear, bro. Nah, ain't none. And sometimes just last year, I'd be like. I'm sick of this, bro. We doing the same thing. But I wouldn't never say nothing, though. But, you know, because I'm always work. But now, bro, it just feel like, like I said, the energy just there. Like, everything right. just there. Like, I ain't never felt like quitting because I feel like we all got a mission. And we all trying to get to that mission. And, yeah, everything is just different. Like, the people around me just working. And I'm just proud to see these boys happy. Proud to see these boys just working talk, man, for real, for real. And uh, Coach Cadillac Williams, his first win. How special was that for you to share that with him, knowing how close you guys were? Hey, that was lit, for real, for real. It right. should have been Mississippi State, but, you know, we weren't complaining. Uh, since then, uh, man, that was probably one of the latest games I've been a part of, for sure. For sure. It was cold <laughs> It was cold as hell, but that's what <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. And, you know, just being there, the atmosphere, first through the fourth quarter, bro. Like, we, what was our record at the time? Like, three and five? We, like, and the whole stadium packed out. Packed out. The Pack. energy. It was cold, too. Like, didn't nobody leave. Cold. Bro, it was cold, cold, bro. I already know. Man, I'm on the sideline, like, hey, buddy. Like, I'm looking, I'm looking over at the exit. <laughs> and I'm looking at the game. I'm like, man, I'm thugging out tonight, man, for sure. Like, but now nah, yeah, it, it, it was it, it was it was crazy that night, bro. Yeah, it was something you could miss for real. And Coach Lack, you seen it, man. He just brought that different energy, man. Once he got that head coach job, he already brought the energy first day. And right. you know, he was all uh, turned up off of that. And I feel like it made us want to go hard. It made us want to play for it. it. It put somebody in front of us that we want to play for. And we just Coach Lat, like, he relate to a lot of us. And right. it was like, you know, who don't want to bust that this man? And so right. that's how we that's how we took it, man. We had to get that dub for sure. Nah. So now with the energy in Auburn and, you know, how everybody's feeling, what are you saying to guys who you know from the crib or whoever, like any of your football travels who are looking for a place to go play college football? What are you telling them about Auburn right now? Uh, you know, all them boys, man. I'm just telling them this is where it's at for real, bro. Right. Like, for real. Like, you want to feel loved. You want to feel like a family. You want a coach that's going to care about you on and off the field. I ain't just talking about Coach Freeze. I'm talking about the assistant coaches, man. Coach Lack, Coach Etheridge, Coach Davis, man. All them folks, man. All them right. folks care. Like, they care about you. And that's what you need. You need somebody you can – you know, step into your office, not even talk about football, just talk about life because it make you feel more comfortable with your coach and make you feel like 
y'all got a good relationship and that it's gonna it's gonna show on the football field. And I feel okay. like that this is a place to be, bro. We got the best fans in the world, mm. best stadium in the world. Like mm. it's over here, bro. It's a place to be for real, for real. It, it's starting to seem like that too, cause you know, like I ain't, I ain't like just last year or the last, you know, when I first got into writing or whatever, you know. So I'm I'm out dipping and dabbing and seeing what people are saying about Auburn. It's like, no, nah, I ain't going down there. Nah, you know, and you, <laughs> you had folks that you know, it, it was some horror stories out there, out there, right? Yeah. And, how crazy is it to see that turn around in one year? Like, right. you know, and, and, and I ain't even did no disrespect to anybody that was there before. It's just a testament to what's happened. Like you can't really control what happened, but mm -hmm. however it happened, two things can be true. It changed a lot over the year. Like how crazy is that for you? And like, what kind of lesson or does that have, like, did that teach you anything about being patient or like, because you could have gave up and hit the portal last year easily. Exactly. Right, but exactly. like what? How, how? Like looking at the change in the year, has that showed you anything about patience at all? Already, man. All right, just going through that whole year, going through the whole season, taught me a lot about patience. You know, right. just not playing as much as I wanted to or expected to, and then like with the coaching changes, like that's even more building up on me. Like just got to be patient. Like God, God is always in control, bro. He gonna mm. come. He's going to come into it. He's going to take over. He's going to give you a little bit of adversity. But it's about how you respond to that and how you just you just tap in with God and just ask him to please help you. Please help the people around you. And right. I feel like God was definitely the glue to our team last year. And we that's why we finished the way we finished. And, yeah, it built, it built a lot of patience within me because I knew I knew stuff was going to get better. Like I knew it was going to get better around here. And – it definitely is, and y'all gonna see this season for sure. No, absolutely. All right, so I gotta ask you about this, man. Is there anybody on the team that dresses better than you? No. Zero. Number one. Numero uno. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at. I put. I put. Uh, Ember Jeffrey Ember. He be he be kind of dressing a little bit though. Right. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, he put it on, but nah, not more than me though. Nah, <laughs> if we if we can wear what we want in Tiger Walk, man, I'm going oh every week. Every week is every up. Every week, I'm telling you. Nah, you know, I, I you know, I tell you that that uh, you know, in the forty up division, man, when it comes to sports writers and all of that, I be like, oh nah, man. Anytime I see somebody even wear some ones, I'm ready to step on them. Like, hey, buddy, <laughs> you know, you don't want any of these problems, sir. Like, no, right. bro. Been doing it, but now nah, you, you, you know, know we from Atlanta, so we gon' we gonna put something on. Man, come on, bro. Like, you know, not nah, but the funny thing is, how important is looking good in relation to how you play? I feel like you look good, you feel good, feel good, you play good. <laughs> you <feel laughs> right. If you feel good, you play good, bro. You right. look good, you, you think you look you drip or whatever, you're gonna play good. And right. that's just oh, like you feel like you feel like a bum. Like you you're not gonna play, you're gonna play like a bum. Right. That's just how I take it. Right. Yeah. No, you like you know, like it's a it's almost like a I ain't gonna say it's unhealthy pressure, but like growing up like here, like even back to my day, like, bro, it's like you gotta have it on. Like it ain't oh, no God. nothing. It's just what we do. <laughs> like even if you got oh, on a God. little bit, yo, even if you like, even if you just let's let's say you ain't got it like that. If your white tee clean and you got some decent jeans and a clean pair of tennis shoes, you still straight. You straight. Right. But it's that mentality, like, you know what I'm saying? So 
when people come to you and they ask you, like, hey, bro, should I wear this with this? Are you the type of person that you're going to put people on to the game? Or are you the person to be like, hey, bro, you got the game to be sold, not told. You got to figure that out yourself. <laughs> nah, I put I put my boys on for sure. Right. I got to. Nah. I got to. Right. What you listen to right now? All uh, right. How? I was just listening to uh, Baby Drill. Yeah. Uh, I needed, what was I listening to earlier, though? That young boy been here. Yeah. Baby Drill really got the city in the chokehold, too, bro. He do. Right now, he do. He do, man. Golly. I, they, what's called it? Uh, they just put me on to him last year. I'm uh, Big Josh. Uh, Big Josh from Langston put me on last year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't know nothing about him. He love young boy, but he liked them, too. <laughs> young boy and Drill. Sure. Yeah, you know, I be, on, I be on that young boy, man. Little Baby, my favorite, though. That's for sure. How, how, that's the hardest out. Man, I ain't even... I ain't even hero. They have for real. Come on now. <laughs> the hero got to. Right. Nah, for sure, man. So look, this year, what can we look for out of Damari Austin this coming year? Uh it, I'm just looking to just, you know, be the best teammate that I can. Because mm. whenever I touch the field, I'm making an impact. Telling right. y'all right now, I'm making an impact every time I touch the field, y'all gonna be like. Damn, but like you gotta you gotta play this man. Right. Like it, it ain't no reason I shouldn't be on the field. Like that's that's just what that's just the type of energy that I'm giving off this year. And I feel like I'm playing with a little bit more aggression this year. Uh with me being more comfortable within the system with that Auburn. I feel like and with me playing a full season of college football, I feel like it's time for people to feel me now. Like it's definitely time for people to feel me. And I'm gonna remain humble with it, but you know, when again, when again, between them lines, it's straight business. No, nah, absolutely. Cool. And you could kind of tell last year, like, it ain't a whole lot of true freshmen that carry the ball in the SEC. Right. So, and, and you carried in some big situations too. I mean, we saw some big third downs mm-hmm. that really impacted the. You know, that had a that could have had a huge impact on the game either way. So, with you having that experience, now I'm looking forward to it. So, but. Before we get out of here, we're going to do some one-word association. I'm going to say a phrase, and you give me one word or a short phrase that first come to your mind. All right. All right. Auburn football, 2023. Natty. Ooh. Wow. Okay. Damari Austin. The greatest. (laughs) (laughs) Hugh Freeze. The GOAT. The GOAT. Okay. GOAT. Coach. All right. Man. No, we're going to go with this one. Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> oh, they want to talk about this, bro. Oh, man. Oh, they make me mad. And I'm, I'm going to watch them every Sunday, too, but they make me mad, but. Hey, man, look. Like, sometimes I get on here and I be like, look, bro. Like, the Falcons almost like that family member that they can't get right. And I can say oh, yeah. whatever I want to say about them, but you can't say none about them. Don't don't talk about the Falcons in front of me, bro. Like, it's like yeah. ever it's like ever since that that one year we blew the Super Bowl, we just went downhill. No, nah, for sure, man. Like, nah, this is that's that's how I feel, man. But <laughs> man, tomorrow, man, I appreciate your time, bro. We got to do this again after spring practice too, now. Oh yeah, we gotta. Uh, we should do like a little group call with some players, man. Just talk about some different things. Man, look, you said you set it up, man. Get me. You got to bring Lando on. Oh, yeah. Get Lando. Gotta bring you, Camden. Yeah, got to bring Cam. That's my boy. I love <laughs> Camden. 
Yeah, Let, let's get some guys together. We'll do a stream chat, group chat. Yeah, that'd be hard. Do that. All right, for sure, man. I'll see you in a minute. For sure. All right. Casual flex, and we out.